Hey there, I'm Jordan Blanco. Wait, wait, don't hang up just yet. You're in the right place. This is the Wits Up podcast, and your host, Steph, will be back in a tick to chat all things non-triathlon, and maybe a bit of triathlon, with this week's guest, Grace Musgrove. But I'm a features editor here at Wits Up, and I got involved with Steph and the crew because I believe raising the profile of female athletes and giving them a platform to tell their stories is important. That's what we do here at Wits Up. Did you read last week's article on the virtual Tour de France? It's crazy to me that it took a pandemic for female professional cyclists to race over the same courses as men. Imagine Ironman Hawaii with the women competing over a little Olympic distance event while the men cover the full Monty. If you want to support us in sharing more stories like this, consider becoming a Patreon member. Head over to patreon.com forward slash witsup or simply click the link in the description of this episode. Now I'll pass you back on to Steph. Grace Musgrove, welcome to the Wits Up podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, actually, no, that's, that's kind of a lie. I've actually got, had a pretty flat day today. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of tapped out of training for the day because I'm just feeling a bit run down. But other than that, I'm oh. good. <laughs> oh, a bit, bit run down, training too hard, working too hard. Just uh, I think just the mixture, um, just trying to juggle too much at the moment. Um, yeah, right. So, but other than that, I'm good. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Just uh, trying to figure out that thing they call balance, which I think yeah. is actually a bit of a crock. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't think everyone, anyone is ever truly balanced, are they? No, never. <laughs> never. No. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's keeping me going this week is uh, it's Frankie's second birthday uh, on Thursday. So I'm in in my element trying to come up with cool things to do with a two-year-old uh, whilst in isolation. Yeah. I, actually, I did watch your whole um, building of the cubby house. Huge fan. <laughs> yeah. I think you did well. Thank you. I thought I did extremely well as well. Um, especially having a couple of drinks doing it. Um, The roof was the hardest thing to hold that roof up and screw the screws in at the same time. I I may have put my neck out, but it was totally worth it. That's fine. But, you know, the true test is like we withstand Frankie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the true test. Like you think you've passed, but have you passed? (laughs) Exactly. And she's a massive buff head. So I imagine she'll just <laughs> crash through the door. Like day one, she'll just yeah. walk straight through the door. Yeah. She's definitely pot, my kid. <laughs> yeah, the flower plants pops up aren't surviving, are they? Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing as well, everyone's like, Oh, we can't we can't wait to see the big reveal. Um, and I'm just so nervous that she's gonna walk up to it and just be like, Oh yeah, cool and walk yeah. away. I'm gonna be so disappointed. I'm gonna have to actually set it up. You know, because of course I'm going to film it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a production. Yeah. Or she just bursts into tears. That would be bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, on her first birthday, you know, I was so pumped. We had all this all this stuff planned and she decided not to sleep that day. So was just grumpy all day. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure as a kid I actually cried most of my birthdays. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember one 
I got this Ken doll that I couldn't actually undress. He was a scuba Ken doll. And like his yeah. scuba uniform was stuck on him and I couldn't change his clothes and I lost it. And I was like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> ruined. Birthday ruined. Oh, gosh. Is it yeah. funny what you remember? Like, yeah. I, I remember... I remember some of the cakes that I had. Do you remember the cakes that you had? Um, not really. Like I remember that Women's Weekly cake book, but yep. uh, yeah, I can't actually. I don't even know if my mom even cooked any of them. Like I don't know. I think she did. There's photo evidence, but I don't remember. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I remember that 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 book as well. But I remember out of that, my mum made, and it was hideous sorry mum but of course I was never going to like it but it was the one where you put the Barbie doll or a doll in the top and her dress is oh, like a yeah. big buffy dress and that's the I cake yeah yeah hated it hated yeah. it yeah yeah I think that's, I um, of like just give me the cake don't care what it yeah, is exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I also remember a black cat as another one because we had a, a black cat called Sheba and so she oh, recreated yeah. our cat. So, um, And there was black sprinkles on it. That's, oh, who knew there were black sprinkles? sprinkles? Yeah. Is that the one with like the yellow whiskers? Yeah. Yeah. I've read that book a million times. Crazy. <laughs> you read it? <laughs> yeah, read it. <laughs> that's, that's me reading. I classify looking at the pictures as reading. <laughs> Oh, I, just, <laughs> I swear, I swear, I just get it for the articles. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Hey, Grace, the last time we actually caught up in terms of um, having you on the Wits Up platform was back at the Noosa Try in November last year. Yeah, um, on the, the beanbag. That's right. Spill yeah. the beans um, in the Wits Up beanbag. It's your first time in Noosa ever, so obviously your first time racing. Um, yeah. And you're pretty pumped just to be there. Yeah. I Like I probably, I think I wasn't super prepared for the race and, I mean, I felt okay, but from there it kind of went downhill. Like I, I was borrowing Beth McKenzie's bike. Um, that's right. So I'd only ridden it the day before and it didn't really fit properly. So, I mean, whatever. Um, I was there to just enjoy the atmosphere, which, which I definitely had a good time that day. And I, I do want to race it again for sure. One day, one day. Yeah. yeah we can only yeah. yeah. So, um, I remember chatting to you and we actually got, uh, I mean, as deep as you can get while you're sitting in a couple of bean bags yeah. on the grass at the Noosa Triathlon. Yeah. But we sort of talked about how you had had a pretty pretty rough year or couple of years even, um, and you are about five or six months into working with a new coach and triathlon crew, which you've probably been up in the Gold Coast now for a year or so. Yeah, right. I think about a year and a half now. So, Yeah. Mm. and. Your whole goal, um, you had said, was that you just wanted to be happy in 2019 or sort of by the end of 2019. You, that's, yeah. that's what your goal was. Um, let's forget COVID exists, but do you feel like that's where you landed by the end by the end of the year and I guess early parts of 2020? Um, yeah, I actually, I think, I, 
must have been just after Noosa. I Beth, she's like the what did she call herself? The enabler. Um, huh. she she spoke to Belinda Granger and they were looking for some girls to do a seventy point three in Malaysia. And so I think it maybe it was towards the end of November I did it. Um, so I actually got thrown in. Like I thought I was thrown in deep doing Noosa on the TT bike that I'd written the day before. But then I went back up to the sunny coast um, about a week and a half out of this, out from this Malaysian 70.3. And I um, picked up her bike, got it kind of bike fitted all right, um, rode it for about a week before I flew to um, challenge Iskander Pateri in Malaysia. Um, and yeah. did my first 70.3. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I honestly, I finished that race. It was so hot. Like, my Garmin said 34 degree average on the run, um, topped out at like 39 degrees, and it was like 400% humidity. Um, and I finished, and a few of the other girls who were racing, they, I was like, they're like, how was it? Because they were so, they were so nice to me. Like, they just looked after me the whole time. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do another one. They are so much fun. So, um, yeah. I think once I'd done that, then I kind of, it's just such a chill vibe that um, the longer distance racing um, compared to ITU, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then pretty much straight after that, I was starting with a new uh, degree, criminology. Um, so from then, I feel like I've just been like technically busy with that and working and training and I'm just like so chill about everything so I think I yeah since Noosa it's, it's all gone sort of to plan other than the obvious yeah, <laughs> yeah. so not really to plan but like to plan yeah, yeah. so I missed yeah. what you said that you were studying what did you say criminology and criminal justice that's right, because I remember yeah. that blowing my mind and me getting all excited about it being the freak who loves, um, yeah. yeah, murder podcasts and whatnot. Oh, Steph, seriously, one of my subjects at the moment is a homicide subject, and I'm oh like, my God. I love it. Like, I just, I mean, I won't go into it because it's pretty, I don't know, I feel like you'd have to put a warning before the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think, do you know? Honestly, I grew up in a very uh, fortunate family in that um, yeah. my family is very much together. We, I was given the opportunity to do a lot of things. Like I never really went without, um, you know. So it, for me, it's just like this whole other world that I've just, just opened my eyes to. Um, so I find it yeah. quite fascinating. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's – there's a potential warning, uh, folks. Uh, potential mm -hmm. warning because I I do want to ask Grace about this because I'm fascinated in it as well. Yeah. Um. Let Let's just go with what's what's probably one of the most fascinating things that you that you've learned since studying it. Um. It's honestly just like why humans act the way they do. Um. Mm. Just. I don't know, it's just, the, the human brain is so powerful um, mm. and so complex, I think. Mm. 
but then I've also another this isn't really fascinating but it's kind of eye-opening in that once people you know it's very easy to profile people I mean that's been a hot topic in Australia and around the world I guess but even like people just get stuck in this kind of this culture where they're brought up in um like low socioeconomic families and they're just like stuck and it's it kind of has given me a new appreciation to when you see people have left that sort of lifestyle and left that um, that culture and made something of their lives. It's super impressive because, like, yeah, it's seriously a vortex. Um, yeah, so that was. I think that's been pretty eye-opening and really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Amazing. and how how much of it is. Um, you know, when when you say you learn about about people, I imagine it's the the psychology, but also the sociology um, of you know why people make decisions and where they end up. Um, and, and you alluded to that in terms of socioeconomic circumstances. Um, in all of that, what when you talk about people who have managed to let's just say, for want of a better term, escape that cyclical effect. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you remember that stuck out um, as to how they managed to do that or the type of person that they are? Um, I, I don't think there's anything that's really stuck out. Uh, but I guess it's just, I think they just, they don't fall into it, but just for some reason they connect with someone who can help them with that. Um, and obviously that's where a lot of these organisations are trying to, like help the homeless and all that. But I mean, I really mm. just think it's luck. Like mm. if the right person meets, I mean, that's life, right? It's not what you know, it's who you yeah. know. Oh, so much <laughs> of it, yeah. And I guess it kind of rings true for that that aspect of life yeah. as well. Um, so it's, it's really, it's quite sad actually. But um, yeah, it's just, I guess it's just the way the world is. But in your heart of hearts, learning about this and educating yourself, um, do, do you see that there are opportunities to make a difference? Oh, yeah, um, mm. for sure. But it's also, again, as I said, I think there's people out there wanting to make a difference, but it also takes the right. Like, I don't think everyone who's in that situation is actually capable of getting out of that situation, whether it's because mm. they're in too deep or they just don't want to or um mm. It's just got to be like this match, I guess. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, re- it's it's pretty complex. And I mean, like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's very easy for people to, like, post on social media about awareness and I guess that's mm-hmm. something that's hurt me a bit lately. Um, it's like, but, like, what are people actually doing? Like, do you know what I mean? Um, Mate, I know, I know yeah. so much of what you mean. I, I, yeah. feel, I feel that absolutely. Um, and I know, like, I'm not, I, I'm not actively, I mean, pulling people away from that and that, but I don't know how I can help yet. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of still a, a way, you know, I think you've got to kind of develop ideas and it takes time and um, mm-hmm. you can't just rush in and think that you're going to save the world. So, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. I I am nodding my head if you could see me. I'm almost yeah. headbutting the microphone. How much am I actually nodding my head? Because um, that's exactly how I feel. And I think the key word with what you just said was yet. You don't know how you can help yet, but 
what you're doing in terms of educating yourself or going out and getting an actual education um, in in that field, at some stage that will make difference. But also just n- knowing this information um, and eventually trying to figure out how you can make a difference is your leaps and bounds ahead of so many, so many people. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't go into this degree for that reason alone, but that's definitely one of the things I've, I've learned in the past um I don't know, 12 months almost yeah, yeah. so mm. at, at the end of all of this um uh, this being the degree mm. where do you where do you think that will land you or you still don't know or it changes um it changes I still don't know I'm currently in the process of applying for Queensland police um oh so wow yeah, that's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, whether, I don't know, it's quite difficult to get into the police force. Um, and I've only just, like, I'm at the very beginning of the application process. Um, yeah. So whether I get in this year, or I have to try again. I mean, that's just something that I am wanting to explore. Um, but I don't know, once I finish the degree... I guess it depends if I'm in the police force or if I'm um, find something else. Like, I mean, I've wanted to be in, I was interested in forensics for a while, but then I was like, oh, but I'm kind of interested in, I want to be at the highway patrol, you know, like, like driving cars. Right. <laughs> and, um, um, I don't know. Also, like homicide investigations. That's obviously just, depending what subject I'm doing, I like get obsessed yeah. with it. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. So um, there's a lot of opportunity, I think, with this degree. So you just see where it takes me. Yeah. Wow. Good on you. Yeah. So when I say, like, I since Musa, yeah, I guess there's this whole mindset that I've just been kind of changed since starting. starting. Yeah. So it's been good. Wow. I actually... um, I applied, started the process of applying to join the police force years ago. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, and I just kept coming back to this um, overwhelming desire to make a difference and help and yeah. that kind of led me to the police force. Um, and I, th- I think I went through a couple of just written tests but I remember going into one of the written tests and... I wish I could remember how old I was. I was probably, let's just say maybe 23, 24 maybe. Um, And I looked around the room and and the age, I can't quite remember what it was, but let's just say it was 18, for example, like the youngest that you could be to apply for the police force. Um, And I was stuck in a room of 18-year-olds, no disrespect to all 18-year-olds, but this particular group were not, I was not a fan of. Uh, And all they were talking about was the fact that they could walk around with guns. And it just, it it scared me so much and it put me off being a part of that, um, I don't know, that thought. I don't know. I just, it, it, it put me off and I stopped. Uh, after that, it, it scared me so much that that was the mindset of people because I think it was back in, well, in Victoria particularly where they were trying to do a big push, a big drive to getting uh, young recruits involved in the police force. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I think it's something where I just feel like you need a bit of life experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. I don't think as an 18-year-old I'd – no way. No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that it's yeah, super scary. Um, even as it, yeah, when I was twenty, however old I was, I look back at that and think, far out. I, I didn't have enough life experience to be able to go into that sort of, um, yeah, industry. Um, can I? uh, And we'll we'll get off the topic. Um, because I know we could go down that that topic for for quite some time obviously um with the way the world is at the moment um but that may actually be a greater conversation for another podcast but do you do you have any connections in the police force or any because I just I know a few triathletes who are police officers if um if that would help in terms of just having a chat to anyone um I actually you know Charlotte McShane's um brother-in-law and sister um they I don't know exactly what they do um but they're yeah. down in Victoria, in Victoria um yeah so that's always uh, you know someone to talk to yeah um, that's good yeah and I don't know I guess it's just something that I actually because I work at the pool I actually met a lady um before the pool shut for COVID um and I was telling her about I was studying criminology and she was actually a mum but like of one of the kids waiting for them to finish swimming and she she was in the police um earlier so she like she's moved on to some other department now and so she was telling me all about it so I think it's just right. you just have to go in search of people um yep yeah and then my old housemate her one of her friends is in the Queensland police so yeah there are definitely oh, people cool. that I can reach out to, but um, I haven't yet. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I annoy people if I reach out too much. Um, yeah. I don't. But. I don't. I don't think your personality would come across as annoying. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Um, and I actually remember having this conversation with you uh, in the beanbags in Noosa, and I said along the lines of. Whenever I've witnessed you, um, you know, when you're part of the Wollongong Wizards and I would be there as media and, you know, going sort of behind the scenes and watching how you guys operated as as a group, you were definitely one of the people who um, I think I referred to you as glue, um, that people kind yeah. of gravitate towards you, um, <laughs> super friendly, approachable, um, and you, you, you appear to give so much to other people and make so many other people happy. Um, so I feel like you then reaching out for help to other people, um, they would be more than happy to, yeah. to guide or help or chat or listen. Um, I, I, I personally don't see there being any issue with that at all. No, probably not. But, um, it's funny you say that about the glue because I was only thinking the other day. So I'm on the Gold Coast, obviously. Um, yeah. And all my friends have started to like come to the Gold Coast. It's like, I literally, Ooh. yeah. So I've got, because everyone, um, I know we on Australia, they're doing, possibly doing some races up in Queensland. And I literally have like, my closest friends from triathlon all up here. It's like, 
I thought I probably wouldn't see them all year. And now all of a sudden, like, I'm hanging out with Non and Charlotte and Ash is in Brizzy and Tammy's here. And I'm like, I don't even have to, I don't even have to move. They come to me. Easy. See? There you yeah. go. The glue. The glue. So, yeah, it's not so- bad for me. So one of my favourite memories of watching you guys behind the scenes at the uh, the Gong Wizards was, yeah. and again this came up at the Noosa try, but is your <laughs> rendition of one of the Spice Girls songs? Yeah, stop. Was it stop? Stop this, right there. You said stop. So you said stop right there. I think it's stop oh, right I'm, now. I'm having deja vu. <laughs> yes. This is 100% what we think. It probably is stop right. Oh, it is stop right now. He just Googled it. Live Googling. That is some fast Googling. Fast thumbs. Well, I just said stop RI and it was like stop right now, song by the. I know, it's just called stop, actually. Oh. Just stop. Stop. Yeah. So, um, when, yeah. so Grace would jump up on pool deck and do a rendition of that song with with movements as well, dance moves in front of the whole group. And uh, I don't know why. Do you know um, why? Probably in the hope that the warm-up would get shortened. I hate warm-ups. <laughs> so, you know, drag it out as long as possible and we just get straight into the main set. It's probably uh, why. Procrastination. Got it. <laughs> It's nice to know that elite athletes also love a bit of procrastination, especially when it comes to jumping into a pool. Yeah. I actually did um, a Q&A on my Instagram yesterday. Um, yeah. And I was watching it back today and there's one question someone asked, like, how do you motivate yourself on those mornings, afternoons you don't want to train? And I just reenacted how I motivate myself. And I was like, I literally stand on the edge of the pool and I'm like, Grace, get in the water. Get in the water. <laughs> That's literally what goes through my head. Like, oh, see, so do you say it out loud? Please tell me um, you say no, it out loud. No. <laughs> Imagine, no, no, definitely not. I want to. I want to see you on deck, like slapping yourself on the wrist, like Grace, <laughs> get out there. Yeah, I'm like just do it. Yeah. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go back to uh, essentially finding happiness again uh, by the end of 2019, which sounds like you um, you definitely did or definitely on the right path to, I guess, finding yourself and finding happiness as well. Um, yeah. Where, where, where did that come from? Because, and I know that things aren't always as they seem in terms of social media, but on, on social media, you and whenever I've kind of met you, you've always seemed so bubbly, so, and I said this before, um, so approachable, you know, having a lot of fun. But then you kind of, you disappeared for a while. Um, what, can you sort of elaborate what happened there? Um, when I kind of disappeared from racing and everything? That, yeah, racing like- and then, yeah, um, yeah. And and the big um, changes, and like when we spoke in the past, I, I I feel like you were very close to walking away from the sport. Yeah, and I guess it was just, I mean, I I had early success in the sport. Um, I was kind of thrown in the deep end, and I responded to the training really well. I think it was just because I was so new to it, and um, then I got a lot of injuries, and you know. Uh, I 
started plateauing and even going backwards. Um, and honestly, it was it was more that I cared so much what like what people were saying about my performance and like you know I just cared so much what other people thought. But that's I think that's just kind of overrode everything um, and everything I did. And I yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like I really had some yeah some pretty tough times and like I don't know I think I'm good at putting on this you know happy kind of front but uh yeah it was it was tough and like I just I was like why am am I doing only doing this sport to like for other people or you know kind of thing um so yeah I guess that was it and I just I was just kind of stuck in a rut. Um, wasn't getting any any performances, like training, but then not going well. And yeah, um, yeah. And I'd always refer to when I started the sport as my glory days, which I think is really bad. But I do that because that's probably not a good mindset to be in. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was hard. Um, I don't even really know how I got out of it. I th- I don't yeah. know if I'm out of it yet. I mean, I still really care what other people think um, mm-hmm. to less of an extent, but uh, I still feel quite judged. But really, I don't think people care, um, honestly. I mean, I have heard comments before. Someone's been like, oh, you're just an Instagram athlete. And I'm like, oh, man. Just something oh. like that. It just, like, stabs you in the heart and you're like, oh, oh man. But I think I've got gotten a bit thicker skin and um I'm pretty confident with who I am and why I do things um yeah but you know it's it's, you're always questioning yourself I think well I question myself a lot (laughs) oh yeah and I think um I mean I don't think that will it doesn't matter how happy you are that that will ever just completely go away um I guess managing it is a is a a different question um but do you also see that someone making a comment like that is so much more of a reflection of them than it ever is of you yeah I think and I've grown to to accept that um Mm. it's still like not nice to hear that sort of stuff because you're like oh man I gotta you know I, I I'm actually not that's not why I do things like yeah I'm on Instagram but yeah, I also train hard and I'm, when I'm doing a session, I'm doing a session. Um, and also yeah. a lot of people like me being on Instagram apparently, so why would I stop yeah. doing that? And I mean, like, I've just come down to, like, just unfollow me. Like, I really don't care. I honestly, yeah. like, I used to be like, oh, I want to get to 10,000 followers and I want to do, and I'm like, seriously? Half of them are probably, like, spam accounts anyway that follow me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah. it's like I've really learned to not let that sort of stuff define me, which um I think yeah. for a bit there it probably was. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And now it's more looking at it as a way to in- engage, which is what social media started. You know, it started yeah. as a way to engage with other people, not just to you know build build a profile. And I get it. Um you know, people need to build a profile for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when we look back at when 
Facebook originally started, it was so that you could connect with people again, an easy yeah. way to connect. Um, yeah. And I feel like you just go back to those, you know, the grassroots of why social media first began, you can yeah. you can begin to enjoy it again. Yeah, honestly, like if I go back to some of my first posts, it's so funny. I think one of my yeah, first yeah. posts was like an apple on a chair, a free apple I'd got from Woolworths and it was like free apples. <laughs> The healthy <laughs> hashtag the healthy way or something or Woolworths the fresh food people like what? I but if I posted that now, that would be so weird, wouldn't it? It would, but now I really want you to do it. Can you please do it? Just I'll post let's it. <laughs> post it and pretty much write exactly what you did before yeah. and just let's see what the reaction is. Mm. Please do it. Yeah, do it right now while we're t- while yeah. we're talking. Please do it right yeah, now. Okay. Or just, just, or just, I love it. I really yeah. want to see what the response will be. Oh, funny. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what was that, sorry? People will think I've gone mad, but exactly like why would I care? I shouldn't even care that. Oh, exactly. You can go mad if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad every single day of my life. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fun actually it's as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be boring. No, exactly. Yeah, um, definitely not boring. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, yeah. Oh, mate, I'll take that. Um, yeah, I sure. take great, great pleasure in. Um, look, Caroline Stefan has me saved in her phone as crazy. But that's yeah. it. Um, I, I love it. I wear that as a yeah. badge of honor. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I going back to how we started this chat about. Frankie's cubby house I like yeah. I, look, I went back through and looked at all the videos that I put up and I was just like god I'm an idiot like why yeah who's going to be interested in this but the amount of comments people like oh this is awesome like it's it's entertaining and I just I look back at it and and just think like that's what I love doing I love entertaining people and making them laugh it's it's my number one thing and as a kid I remember saying if I can only do one thing in this world, I want to make people laugh. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, I, there's a platform to do it. Done. Yeah, easy. Perfect. Yep. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you made it. I can, yep, all done now. I'm going to shut down everything because I've done yeah. it. Yeah. You have completed uh, life. <laughs> yes, exactly. By not even 40 and I've won. I yeah. won, won all the things. Uh, let's go yeah. back to um, uh, you, you You said when we were talking about criminology about how you feel like you haven't, I guess, experienced um, a lot a lot of things in terms of the family because your family is maybe, quote, normal in terms of everyone's still together, you, you're a family person. Is that that's right, yeah? Yeah, I most of the time I do hang up on families in chat quite abruptly sometimes but for the most part yes I'm a family person but that comes across you seem pretty tight with the with the family mum and dad and I know you've got at least one brother yeah I've got two brothers um two okay yeah yeah we're we're into car racing well yeah one so Andrew he's um he actually lives in Austria he moved to Austria earlier this year um, and he works for Red Bull and he's, he's 
going to get angry because he's a career-driven person and I don't even know the title of his career. Um, <laughs> setting up the media house for Red Bull Motorsport. Oh, my so, gosh. Real cool, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, and he's I've actually seen him. He's worked. I mean, he's always wanted to work in F1s and he's been obsessed with cars since he was a kid. Like he'd, I thought he was so weird. He'd like crawl around on the carpet, like going like with his cars and you'd stand somewhere and he was like, oh my God, you're standing on the petrol station. I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> um, so he's he's older than me. Um, and how's this? When we moved house and we got wooden floors, mum and dad got him like special knee pads so he could still crawl around. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That, Amazing. that is brilliant. Yeah. He um, collected model cars, so he's a real cars boy. Um, but he's, yep. he's, I've seen him work his way. Like It's seriously been like a linear, well, in my opinion, mm. a linear kind of career in that he's just like each job he gets, it's just slowly working his way until he's got where he's, where he is now, um, which is really cool to see, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my older brother, he's in the army, so he, again, I don't know the exact title. Um, I know at some stage he was commanding tanks and he's actually quite high up. So since he oh left school, he's goodness. like, yeah, he went to Adfar, then he went to Duntroon, and now he's like, yeah, he's been overseas and um, I I actually said to my parents the other the other week I felt like I have never really been super close to him because my brothers went to boarding school. Um, oh. So my older brother Tom, yeah, he left home when I was about eight, seven or eight. So yeah, right. Yeah. So, but it was only since I started talking about applying to the police and he's um, had interest in moving from the army to the police before that I kind of spoke to him about all that. Um, but we are still like we. If I need to talk to him about stuff, we're still really close. But I mean, yeah. like we don't we don't have family chats every week. We're not that kind of tight knit family. But, right. Um, yeah. 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 So you're you're in the middle, right? No, I'm the youngest. So oh, we're all both about Sorry. yeah. We're all about a year and a half apart. And I'm like, I think at one point my mum had three kids under three. That's like, insane. I know. You, your yeah. mum's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how she did it. At one point, my dad always laughed that they, they like had their Holden, whatever car they had, Commodore, some some car. Yeah. And like they just had three like booster seats in the back and that was their life. Well, just I just, I can't even fathom it. I'm, I'm, I've got two brothers and we... Oh, although I guess my young, I've never really thought about it though. My younger brother is about a year younger than me, 14 months, I think it is. So yeah. that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, my older brother's three years older. Um, okay. But yeah, still. It, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, I know. I can't even look after a plant. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Although, do you know what? I have killed every plant I've ever had, but yeah. Frankie's nearly two and we're still going strong. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Different. <laughs> uh, we were contemplating getting her a fish as well at some stage, but then I'm like, oh, oh I'll yeah. have to try and keep it alive. But, oh, yeah, 
that might have to be Brady's job as well, is looking after yeah. the fish. Cleaning the tank, that stuff gets stanky. Yeah, you boring. Don't clean it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm they're not kind of boring. No. Nah. No, yeah. I don't do it. That's my advice. Yeah, don't do it. Let's just <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Let's just get another dog because I know I, yeah. I do all right with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get like a, a fake fish in the in the cubby house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do what do mum and dad do? Uh, they're primary school teachers, so um There's a lot they, of triathletes have parents who are teachers. Yeah, they actually said to me, Grace, don't be a teacher. That was their advice. Really? I think why? Yeah, I don't know. They love it. Like, I don't understand why. They, maybe they just could pick that I, I wouldn't be a great teacher. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but so they like it. But then I talk to them and, like, they'll talk about how, oh, this kid came to me and he couldn't read and then he can read and that's the coolest thing ever, which yeah. is cool. But so they obviously love their job. Um, I actually grew up on a primary school. So my dad was. Um, he had a, a few roles on the school from like sports master to like the head of the school on a primary boys private boarding school. Yeah. So that's kind of where I grew up in a school pretty much, which is so weird when I think yeah, about that, it. That is weird. Yeah. Like, you too. Yeah. I just, Sorry. I mean, I hung out with the kids, like the, uh, the boys at the school until I was. Obviously, once I got to year seven, I was like, no, I'm above this. And it would be weird for like year 10, Grace, to be hanging out with year six kids. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Real weird. That was my What's childhood. that noise in the background? Is that, are that birds or people? Yeah, that's birds. No, it's my housemate, Ella. She's a bit straight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she won't listen to this. She does surf. She does surf. Iron Man stuff. Really? So, That's cool. Yeah, real cool. Did you go up doing surf, um, uh, what is it called, little nippers? No, I didn't because I grew up more in the country. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up just swimming in a pool. Yeah, cool. okay. It's not as cool, is it? No, it's really not. I and no. be, being from Tassie, we just—I don't remember that being available to us. Not that I could fit it in because I did every sport under the sun. That adding another thing to the to the resume yeah. of sports I was involved in was not a possibility. But I yeah. just remember it just being such a foreign thing for me, but such an Aussie thing for most kids to do. Yeah, my dad was a a lifeguard up on like. Um, Randwick City Council, so like Clovelly, Bondi, all that. When he, oh. yeah, before I was born, and I was like, Dad, if you, my parents had stayed with me in Eastern Suburbs in Clovelly. I'm like, I yeah. would have been the, not that you know, but like I feel like I should have grown up by the beach. Um, yeah, right. Because I love it so much. So, yeah, I think that that's one part where I think they really failed. That's terrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. They did awesome. FYI. Mr. Yeah, and Mrs. FYI. <laughs> you mucked up my childhood. <laughs> oh, gosh. What chance did you ever have? Yeah, yeah I know. Um, 
<laughs> what, are you are you the type of athlete? Let's let's talk about say Malulaba because it's uh, renowned for having waves. Um, are you the type of athlete that stands on shore hoping that there's going to be a set of waves coming through? Um, probably not like Emma Jeffcoat standards. No, but I just, I know. I uh, yes, that's way above me. But I know that while I still get nervous in like big swell, um, yeah. I know I probably have more skills than majority of the girls on the start line. Um, yeah. And so I take confidence in that. So I'm like, oh, I'm kind of shit in the ocean, but I'm still less shit than everyone else. So <laughs> <laughs> got to play to my advantage. I think the first year I did Moolabar World Cup, a lot of it was big surf. Like I remember doing the warm-up and I was like, yeah. This is going to be hectic, and it was yeah. like a, a few girls like didn't even make it around the first can. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, when I was in Wollongong in the Wizards, we actually we got sent out into some decent swell. Um, I think I cried yeah, most weeks in the oh, goggles. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do your goggles <laughs> fog up if you're crying? They surely would. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just, you just sort of, like, let the little, you know how you just lift, like, the bottom bit of your goggle? You don't take them completely off. <laughs> this just, gush like, of water comes out. Yeah, you just leak it out slowly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could, oh, man, there were tears most weeks in that. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, hi. Didn't see you standing there. Steph Hansen, Chief of Wits Up, speaking to you right now, although I've been speaking to you for the past 40 minutes, so there's a good chance that you recognise my voice. Uh, I'm just here to say, if you enjoy the content that Wits Up produces uh, daily, then please consider becoming a Wits Up member and you can support the future of women in sport. Uh, if you can hear some banging in the background, that is Frankie Flo playing with a memory game, which is meant to be a quiet game, but she tends to throw the pieces and not just turn them over. So that's awesome. We are in lockdown here in Melbourne at the moment. So these, I guess, are the trials and tribulations of working from home with a small, almost two-year-old human. Uh, so back to the matter at hand. If you appreciate the kind of content that Wits Up provides, then please consider supporting us by becoming a Wits Up Patreon member. Head on over to patreon.com slash Wits Up uh, or just click the link in the description of this episode. Um, I want to I want to take a complete tangent here, and I feel like this this next line of questioning almost needs a little segment intro. I might even do it post production. I might even <laughs> you should be very scared. I feel like it needs to be like, and here we have do 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 boo something like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it. Okay. Let's have some yeah, fun with it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, because we actually do have quite a few gentlemen um, listen to this podcast as well, um, and I sh- well, these days I probably shouldn't even say ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say people out there listening to this yeah. podcast. People, people of the podcast. <laughs> Grace and I actually had this discussion via text before um, oh, we nice. signed up to hit record. So just so you know, I'm not being an asshole. This is not coming from left field. We did discuss this. Uh, otherwise, it will come across quite um, 
probably quite obnoxious if I just threw no, this didn't. at you. We didn't discuss anything for that. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I want to call this segment, um, I might even come up with a different oh, name, but Grace's Dating Corner because it's mm. – I mean, maybe I'm living vicariously through you or maybe I'm remembering all of my dating years that were terrible and we can share some stories. I've got some doozies. But <laughs> and, but I think every time we have a conversation, you bring this up. So I feel like you're quite open to discussing it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about your, your dating uh, history let's call it that for now um how's it going um it's non-existent it's so non-existent what do i have you nothing mean? to say like i have nothing to say uh, you know been burnt a few times <laughs> been burnt did you say you've been burnt yeah. a few times oh yeah oh God, it got deep quick i thought we we're gonna have fun with this but it went it no. went deep <laughs> no um my history, uh, I, well, so I don't know. Apparently, I'm just super blunt with people. Really? Yeah. Who's saying but you're I don't super blunt? So Ella, my housemate, um, she says I'm super blunt. And then, so, and one of my friends, Tasha, who she doesn't do triathlon, um, I met her through work and often, like, we'll be hanging out and they'll be like, they I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to this guy. And they're like, oh, show us. And I was like, and I show them some messages or whatever. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you can't reply with, ha-ha, nice, full stop. What? What <laughs> yeah. do you mean? I, I, I just put a full stop all the time. And I'm like, they'll say something and I'm like, cool, full stop. What, how dare you use punctuation? How dare yeah. you? I know. I know. And I, sometimes I think I'm being so good um, messaging a guy and then yeah. they read it and they're like, oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> you are so blunt, the poor guy. And I was like, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. So that's – apparently I need to improve my uh, – or not improve. I need to relax my punctuation maybe. My so Both bad. my parents are school teachers. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I mean, Farah, everyone's an expert and no one's an expert, right, yeah, in this, in this field. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's, oh, God, if you need to pander to someone because they don't like a full stop in a message, is that really someone that you want to be hanging out with? Probably not. Yeah, I yeah maybe. I don't know. Maybe I should. I think the issue is, is just mess. I think I'm just going to meet people rather than message people. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Some people just aren't great on messages either or, or um, aren't great or um, what am I trying, I'm trying to And then you meet them in person and you're like, oh, help. Well, there's that as well. There is that as well. Brett Irwin yeah. is rubbish. Brett, Brett is the kindest, most generous loving person on the planet hands down like patient I should probably throw in there as well <laughs> he's married to me but he sounds so abrupt on text yeah. messages that I've actually read his messages and I'm like Brett you can't you cannot respond like that it just sounds yeah. rude 
because he'll do he'll just say okay okay that's it yeah. do like an an essay of a of a text and I'm like yeah. oh my god pe- people will take that the wrong way so maybe that's where they're coming from but yeah. still I, oh I don't know I don't know it's hard like, yeah so does this mean that you're on things like Tinder? I'm sure there's like a thousand. Actually, I know that there's so many other dating apps because I'm currently yeah. listening to a podcast about dating apps. But are you on Ooh. apps? Uh, on and off, I think. But it's like, seriously? It's like when you're swiping through, like, why do I say yes to someone? I mean, I know why. It's purely based off how they look, which I don't yeah. think that's, yeah. I, I would never meet up. No. No. Yeah, I, right. Yeah. No. And it's hard in the current climate. Like, you're not, you know, how are you supposed yeah. to meet new people right now? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's probably a bit easier on the Gold Coast than it is in um, <laughs> Victoria right now. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just go with the flow. Whatever. Do, do I you feel can like. Say whatever. Yeah, go. You go. No. Um, no, what did you say? Do you Did you say you feel like you always say whatever? Yeah, whenever. And then they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't care. I, yeah. I don't actually well, think prob- I care. Yeah, right. Do, do you have any a, any funny stories? You share one story. I'll, I'll try and share one. Uh, I'm concerned that, like, the person will know. Um. Oh, so it's, it might be someone in the triathlon industry that you've dated. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as dated. Okay. Oh, okay. You've had – okay. Well, actually, no, I do have – again, this isn't a dating story, but I did sell some wheels the other week. I hope this guy's not with me. I don't think he is. Anyway, I made him to drop – give him the wheels, um, and obviously it's over, done over – it was on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. And he hands me over the money. I'm like, cool, sweet, see ya. Forget about it. And then later that day, I got another message from him being like, hey, so like if you're ever on – I didn't really understand the message because he's like, if you're ever on the coast, we should go for a ride sometime. I'm like, no, I li- well, I live on the coast, for starters. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's where you're real from. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, you cannot – I think I sold the wheels for like 600 bucks or something. I was like, that's an expensive attempt to go on a, a date. <laughs> So, so that was weird. But so you're not interested in this guy though? No. Okay. But you don't buy wheels off me and then you know, that what? doesn't come with it. <laughs> I no, didn't like ride a buy the wheels it, and you can go for a <laughs> bike ride with me. <laughs> but he he bought the wheels, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is there not a part of you that goes, all right, kudos to you. We've met and you've then gone, oh, I'm, you know, she seems nice. I might ask her out on a date, which is essentially what he did. Yeah. And in my head I was like, creep. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think it would be extremely hard to ask someone out. I've done it a couple yeah. of times and it was sweat-inducing, you know, yeah. just it was it was horrible and waiting for that reply that sometimes you just never get. Um, yeah. But, like, I think it's quite brave for anyone to ask anyone out. So, like, yeah. I'm giving him a pat on the back for having the guts yeah. to do it. 
Yeah. Still not but going if you back up anyway. <laughs> and and that's fair enough. That that's completely yeah. fair enough. I've I've had some terrible. This is back before there were actual apps, and I was on. Um, you probably wouldn't have even heard of it. A website. It was called. Um, oh crap! RSVP. RSVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it before, yeah, it was before. I think it was like one of the first websites, um, yeah. well, in Australia at least anyway. And I met quite a few people on that. And I was actually having a fair amount of fun with it because I am a fan of meeting strangers. I actually thoroughly yeah. enjoy doing it. Um, so in that respect, I opened up, you know, I'm still friends with some of the guys that I went on a date with, but there was nothing there. But I've remained friends with them, which is typical me. I'm great at being friend zone. Um, but yeah, the worst one that I went on was actually a date set up by my mother. Oh my gosh. And it's such a long story, but I'll try and give you the shortest version. So I I was, I'd moved to Melbourne. Um, so I was 21 at that stage. She was in Tassie, owned a pub at the time. And her mates had come in for a boozy night and their friend who was a policeman uh, from Melbourne was in town. So they all went out for drinks. Anyway, this guy was like 33. I think he was like 12, 15 years older than me. And mum, who finished her shift, then um, went out for drinks, decided that it would be a great idea to connect us so that he could take me out on a date. Um, Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So this guy's just, she didn't, probably because she was too pissed that she didn't realize, she didn't give me a heads up that this guy would be calling me out of the blue to ask me on a date. Um, yeah. So anyway, he he called me up um, and I was like, all right, cool, we'll go out for dinner. Uh, he picked me up. So just keep in mind, he's a cop. He yeah. picked me up. He We drove to the restaurant, which is about, I don't know, 5K away, let's say, um, in the middle of the city. And he pulled into a um, disabled parking spot. And do you say disabled? Yeah, disabled, I think. Um, He pulled into that spot and I was like, oh, you can't park here. And he said, oh, no, it's all right. My mates will fix it. If we get a ticket, my mates will fix it up um, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, red flag. And I was like, oh, okay. And also, as a 21-year-old woman, on a date with a mid 30 year old, whatever. Yeah. Um, also, how desperate is he to go? Yeah, I'm going to go out with a strange 21 yeah. year old girl who I've never met before. Like, just, it Another just red felt. Flag. What was that? Another red flag. Yeah, exactly. There's, okay, so we've got two so far. Um, yeah. But I, um, and this is, this is a big problem, is that I, instead of speaking up, um, which I, I don't really have an issue with speaking up these days. But back then I was I felt too shy to say anything or speak up or to rock the boat or be appear to be impolite, even though what he was doing was absolutely wrong. Yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, so when we go into the restaurant and the guy the it's apparently a restaurant that all the the cops go to in the city. So he's recognized straight away. So the wait staff are like, Oh, is this your new girlfriend? And he's like yeah, well, she's a girl and she's my new friend. And I'm like, oh, my God, even your jokes are bad. Yeah. Another another red flag. Yeah. Um, mm. 
anyway, th- this, it, there's so many more red flags, but the worst one was because um, this is around the time that I was looking at joining the police force. So I was like, all right, we've got something in common. Let's have a chat. Yeah. And I said, so what, what do you do at the police force? And he's like, oh, full disclosure, I'm actually on, um, oh, God, I can't even think of the word now. Um, uh, I've been suspended. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was off duty one night at this pub and we we noticed a drug deal going on. Uh, so we dragged the dealer down this alleyway um, to, to arrest him and now he's claiming that we beat him up. And I'm like, hang on a second, you're drunk, it's whatever time it was in the morning, and you're trying yeah. to arrest someone off duty. And I was yeah. just like, none of this adds up. And so then I was like, who the hell has my mum set me up with? This psycho cop man who, anyway, the date kept getting worse. Then he tried to kiss me and follow me into the house when I got home. Um, He probably drove home drunk, to be honest, or over the limit. Um, But, again, I was too nervous to to be impolite. Yeah. Anyway, I walked through the door, told my flatmates the whole story, and they're like, delete his phone number, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He called he calls me the next day for another date. And I was just like, at what at what point did you think this is a good date? Anyway, there's yeah. one of my stories. That's insane. That's <laughs> it is any story I've had. Absolutely. What's that, sorry? That beats any story I've had. That's insane. <laughs> so I just like what goes through his head, like, yeah, that was good. Might do that yeah. again. Oh my gosh. I just yeah. Yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy. And also, like, I look back and I'm like, I was 21, so, you know, reasonably young, pretty naive as well, coming from yeah. Tassie um, to Melbourne. And again, just in that mindset of not wanting to be impolite and just like, oh, is this how the world works type of, yeah. you know, mentality taught me a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, good Very thing good. you didn't end up with him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, also, his name is Brendan, which my, is my older brother's oh, name. So that was just I weird. thought you were going to say his name is Brett. <laughs> and, <I> was, <laughs> and we are happily married with one child. <laughs> oh, goodness. So wow. anyway, it definitely gets better. I was single for a very, very long time, if it helps. Yeah. yeah. I, Look, I'm fine. I, it's more that people ask me all the time, like, mm. you know, and you're like, Whatever. Don't you, there don't you reckon, again. <laughs> yeah. Don't you reckon the worst question though is why are you single? And you're like, if I yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I think I'm a pretty genuine good person. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I get a lot. It's like, how are you single? I'm like, I just am. Yeah. This is how I am. Stop yep. asking. Yeah, so. exactly. Sorry to bring it yeah. up, but we did discuss it. Yeah. Like I said. It's <laughs> oh, fine. I, it was. I also used to get, um, are you sure you're not a lesbian? Because I was single oh, for so long. I get yeah. that a lot too. And Do I'm you? Like, yeah. And I'm wow. like, I don't, I'm into guys. Not that there's anything, like I don't have anything against yeah. or <laughs> anything like that. But like I know I'm very sure um, of myself. In, but that, I'm like, I would never ask someone that. Like, you know what I mean? Sort of people ask that question or even ask, like, why are you single? Or, like, are you a scissor? You know, whatever. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yep. But I'm like, I would never say that to someone. Even if I, like, you know, 
even like my closest friends, I'd never assume that or, um, yeah, it's just a real uncomfortable thing to answer because you're like, no, I'm not. But like, if that's what you think, how am I going to change your opinion? And a lot of the time it comes from guys and I'm like, is that just because I'm not so interested in you or... (laughs) It's it's such an interesting like, and I've got, talked through this and thought about this so many times in my life, um, because it would send me. And again, it's not because I was offended that I was asked that in the slightest. It was more like, if that's the vibe that I'm giving off, what chance have I got of meeting? Because yeah. I'm, I'm into guys. Um, yeah. You know, what chance have I got meeting someone if that's if that's the vibe that I'm giving off and it used to make me so upset and then also I guess at some stage um and I probably blocked it out to be honest but now sort of looking back I would think uh, oh am I a lesbian like I'd start just questioning who I was as well not that that's what defined you but like it's just um yeah like it's it's a very um loaded question yeah and it's very, I find there's actually a lot of people that just throw it as an offhand comment. I'm like, oh, you can't really do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I had, um, <laughs> what's, yeah. But I mean, I, I had one person saying, like, actually, um, and she was a lesbian, so maybe she was just trying to turn me, I don't know. But she kept saying, yeah. she kept telling me, she's like, you're obviously a lesbian. And she just kept at me. And it was yeah. really, it was really rude. I didn't tell anyone that story for such a long time because I was just so upset. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. People need to just shut their heads. Yeah, they really do. And I think <laughs> probably you're like you're the same. Like you don't you think about what you say to people before you actually say it. And I'm like some people just need to. Yeah. Yeah, people are the worst, pretty much. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and I used to say, and I think I've spoken about this probably nearly on every episode we've recorded, uh, when people would say things like, you know, when Brady and I were married, when are you going to have kids? And I would be a little bit defensive but also in a joking matter about it. Um, The thing is I don't. I don't mind if people ask genuine questions with a good intent behind that question um, and then they're not throwaway remarks. Like if someone said to me before we had Frankie or even now if they say, do you think you'll have a second kid, A, it depends on the person saying it and B, it depends on how they say it. So if it's more of an accusation, um, like for example, you are a lesbian or are you sure you're not a lesbian is quite a, like a, it's more of a statement as opposed to a, to question to try and understand people better. Um, yeah. And I, I feel like it's, it's very, very different the way that you, you ask questions for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think like with the children thing as well, it, it is very similar. And I like know a few people who have, a lot of trouble or like who have had trouble getting pregnant and blah 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 and it's like you can't just you know ask those questions or in the manner that some people ask them um yeah yeah it's like you, yeah you really don't know what what's going on in someone's life and yeah yeah i don't know 
yeah. People. And asking questions without assumptions is is a is a key. Um, yeah. In life, in interviews such as this. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did just want to say one more thing just about um, being asked if you're a lesbian, not you, this is me. When yeah. we were out at an engagement party for our mates and I was playing pool or eight ball, well, in Tassie we used to call it eight ball, but I think everyone on the mainland calls it pool, right? Yeah. Do you call yeah. it pool? Yeah. Yeah, pool. Um, um, yeah, so I was playing, you know, bread, like a whole bunch of us were there and there was a group of women who asked someone else if I was a lesbian because they were interested in one of the women oh. were, were interested in me. And I like I ran around the pool table like a badge of honour and went up and chatted to them and I was just like, yeah, because like, I was like, yeah, I still got it type of thing. Yeah. I was pumped. Yeah. <laughs> Sending off all the vibes out here. <laughs> That's right. Brett, on the other hand, was like, um, just remember – you're married. Like, forget yeah. whether you're yeah. lesbian or not, you're married. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. All good. Just let me have a moment. Yeah. So good. Uh, okay, we're towards the end of the podcast and you, I think you know what is coming up. Um, yeah. But we're, we're not going to go straight with that one. We're going to start. Okay. I've got three new things that I'm doing in the podcast episode. Oh, okay. The first one is I want to know what you're currently obsessed with. Ooh. <laughs> you um, didn't know that one. What I'm currently obsessed with. That's a hard one. I feel like, yeah. honestly, I feel like I've been so busy lately that, yeah. yeah, I've just, I mean, here I go again. I've been training and I work and I've been doing uni and I'm in week 10 and it's just nuts. And then I'm like applying for the police. I feel like I've had no time to be obsessed with anything. You're, obs- you're obsessed with life. You're living your yeah. life. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, there's nothing that I can say that I'm obsessed with. That's okay. Uh, too busy That's a great answer. Moment. Too busy to have some other obsession. I like so, it. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with this answer. We can move on. You're okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Sweet. <laughs> oh, actually, no, 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 no. No, actually, I lie. Okay. Complete lie. I'm obsessed with this car I want, Suzuki Jimny. I don't know how I forgot this. Um, to the point, so anybody listening, look up Suzuki Jimny, J-I-M-N-Y, 2020. Um, coolest, I'm buying this car end of the year, I reckon. That's my plan. Um, I literally watch YouTube videos on it. Oh my! I'm looking it yeah. up now. It's kind of um, it's boxy. It looks a little bit jeep, jeepish. Yeah. yeah. So I watched. I spent like I shouldn't. This is probably why I left my uni time for the last minute. I was on YouTube. <laughs> I watched this half hour video of uh, Suzuki Jimny versus a Jeep Wrangler versus a G wagon. Like oh my goodness! Yeah, and I just watched. Um, like they were going through all these off-road tests and like getting scores, and I'm like, I think I'm a car fanatic. I oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's like honestly, if I had that car right now, I would be the happiest person on earth. Brilliant. Yeah, what, that's it. So, if you got a um, Suzuki Jimny, would you actually take it forward driving? I think I would. I'd probably roll right. it. Yeah. Have you seen yes, like? 
You know, have you seen that Ace Venture? Have you seen Ace Venture? The movie? Mate, have you yeah. met me? Of course I've you seen know, it. You know, when he's driving, I don't know if it's one or two, and he's like driving in his Jeep, and then he like does flips through the bush and he lands in the car park, and he's like, like the glove. <laughs> That's like my goal in life. Just to be a, <laughs> just to drive cool cars. I love um, it. Yeah, so that's that's it. That's my obsession. All right. Fantastic response. The first one was a bit lukewarm, the first response, but I'll give you I'll give you an A plus rating for the second response. It took I love me it. time to warm up, yeah. <laughs> um now I'm about to text you a photo. Sure. Um uh, now, what, what I do is I scroll through your Instagram feed and just huh. p- pretty much pick a photo at random so that you can explain it. It's coming through in just a few seconds and I'll Not need you apple. to – What's that? Not the apple, is it? Oh, God, I wish it was. No, I did this before we uh, before we started okay. chatting. Um, I need you to, de- to not only describe this photo but explain what it's all about. <laughs> Has it come through? Yeah, I just got it. Okay, um, go. Guess what I do in my spare time? Yeah. <laughs> no, so do I what describe are, the photo to you? We're what looking, are we looking at, at me standing on the iconic Bondi Beach, um, looking very tanned, might I add. <laughs> and I am holding a pair of flippers, fins, um, and a blow-up yellow duck. <laughs> That, oh, and I'm standing with Nat Vancouverton and Emma Jeffcoat who Nat has her duck on her shoulder perched on her shoulder Emma yeah. has her face she's blowing it up right? yeah I think she's blowing it up smothered <laughs> in the dark um, so what, what why have you got some rubber duckies on the beach we I done it a few years it's um, ready so if does any, I was just about to say, does anybody, does anybody out there, <laughs> like, think I'm going to reply? <laughs> if anyone, yeah, I think I'm live. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Lifeguard Reedy um, off Bondi Rescue. He does for the triathlon. He yep. runs an event called the Bondi Splash and Dash, and I think the first year was 2014 maybe. Um and it's actually a really hard event. Like the actual main event is you start at, I think we started the first time we did it, we started at North Bondi and we had to run on the soft sand to South Bondi, which is, so Bondi is pretty much a one kilometre beach. Yep. Run to South Bondi on the soft sand, back to North Bondi on the soft sand, which is so that's 2K. In the water, swim to South Bondi, which is a 1K swim, and then soft sand run back to North Bondi. Um, yeah, so that was that's the main event. But then he also has this novelty event where you have to run. You put on these big flippers. Um, mm-hmm. You run four hundred meters on the soft sand. However, you may choose to run that four hundred meters. I think running backwards was the most effective. Ah, yep. I mean, I never won the event, so who am I really to tell? <laughs> While carrying your duck, and then you had to. Swim around this boy, which was maybe 150 metres out, um, carrying your duck at all times, and then run back in. And it was called the Duck Dash, and whoever was first in won some cash. Um, but oh, your duck had to be at least 50% inflated by the end of the race. 
So, oh, I yeah. like it. I think on this day, actually, I blew up my duck and I was holding it by the wing and I poked a hole in it before we even started. So, Oh, no. So it was game over yeah. before you even began. Yeah. It's real. It's running in slippers on soft sand. So hard. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super tough. I actually like the um, uh, one of the first comments on that is from Nat who says, who are you checking out there, Grace? Is your boyfriend on the boardwalk? <laughs> Always have my eyes peeled. <laughs> uh, like this podcast is, is doing full circle. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we get to the last question, I just I need to just be a little bit condescending and educate you on something in terms of long distance triathlon racing. So excuse the condescension here. Yeah. But seventy point three is a brand. So yeah, you. Know, I I thought yeah. that when I said it. We have to we have to educate the people. So it's okay, either half half distance racing, which covers, yep. you know, seventy point three miles or what is one hundred and thirteen kilometers, but it's called yeah. half distance. And then the full iron distance is called full distance or iron distance. Yeah. If it is part of the Ironman family and you want to label that race, it sure it's a seventy point three or an Ironman. But if you're doing a challenge race, you can't say it's a challenge 70.3 because oh, they're man. opposing companies. Yeah, okay. Can we restart yeah. the podcast? Yeah, I think it's best. <laughs> You'll ne- get, never get invited to a challenge race again. Hey, always learning. Sorry, challenge. <laughs> love love you, you and love the race. <laughs> you're actually not. I would say the majority of people refer to it as seven, refer to half distance racing as 70.3 and full distance as Ironman. Um, it's, it shows just how, how big, uh, the yeah. Ironman brand is. Uh, but it's, it's like the equivalent of, um, like in the States, they call vacuum cleaners Hoover's, but Hoover is a brand. It's not. Yeah, true. You know, so, um, anyway, so there you go. There's a little bit of education, oh, thanks, not, not just you, but for everyone. Yeah, everyone learn your lesson. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't at me. Is that what they say? Yeah, on social media? yeah don't, don't at me. Don't, well, they probably. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm always learning. I'm such yeah, a. That's good. Yeah. Cool. I like that you're open to learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. The question that you uh, I've been preparing for, so it better be good. No, Who I don't have anything. Oh, mate. Well, you're going to be on the yeah, spot now. Go. Yeah, go. Who who is your favourite famous Grace? Um, I know I've heard answers for Grace. I think Grace Kelly's being said. Uh, so yeah, we interviewed Grace Tech, and I think yeah. she mentioned Grace Kelly, but she didn't land on Grace Kelly. She landed on from memory. I did listen to that podcast, Gracie Lou Freebush. Very good. She yeah. did. Yep. So oh, yeah. from Miss Congeniality. Yep. Um, I love that movie. So I, can't movie. It, I can't pick the same. Um, so no. when I Google Grace, <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, there's not that many. Come Is on. There? Uh, Grace Jones. No, oh. no, I'm literally Googling on the spot. I don't have any. I'm sorry, Steph. It yeah, has to be 
Um, yeah, Gracie, Grace. Sometimes, yeah, I'm I'm out. Pass. Do you know what? So, I just googled Grace as well, and Grace and Frankie came up. Oh yeah, Grace, Grace and Frankie. That's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never watched it. It's, yeah, um, I could get around that. A comedy on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go with that. It's with uh, Jane Fonda and uh, Lily Tom. Is it Tomlinson? Tom Tomlinson. Oh yeah, Tom, Tomlin. And um, two women whose lives are turned upside down when their husbands are <laughs> out there in love with each other. Oh, this has gone full circle. Absolute full circle. <laughs> there we go. There you have it. Grace, who is played by Jane Fonda, is your most favourite famous Grace. Let's put it there. Oh, yes. Roll with that. That's fine. I'll settle with uh, that. I love it. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today, Grace. I, I I was about to say I greatly appreciate it and then I thought I could say I can gracefully appreciate it. I gracefully oh, yeah. appreciate your time. No worries. I've loved it. Thanks for having me. Uh, what's on for the rest of the afternoon? Um, I mean, I was meant to do gym this afternoon, but I've just tapped out of stay because I think I'm a bit run down. So yep. I've just got work and that's it. Just work yeah. and chill and work that's okay. And, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You did, we're yeah. in no rush at the moment. There's no races coming yeah. up tomorrow. So just roll with it. Yeah. So um, And I'm looking forward to seeing the, the great reveal of oh, the, the cubby cubby house. Reveal. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She better You'll have be a good fine. response. I'm so yeah. I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous for the for the people. The people no. want it so bad. Yeah. No, it'll be good. <laughs> I'm sure. I have faith. I, I hope so. All right. So yeah. well, this is going live the day after her birthday. Oh. So, so we will know. We we know the outcome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend. Well, you go and rest up, have yourself some lunch, and uh, we will be chatting again soon, I'm sure. Sounds good. Stay healthy, stay sane down there, Steph, you know? Yep. Doing, it's very hard yep. for a crazy person to stay sa- yeah. sane. No, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. All right, mate, we'll speak to you soon. All right. See you, Steph. Thanks for tuning in. Hit subscribe, give us a rating, leave a comment, and don't forget, if you're not already a Wits Up Patreon member, sign up in the link in the description. But above all else, keep yourselves knee-deep in awesomeness.